back in the USSS. Yeah, it's got to be sung to the Beatles, USSR. Back in the USSR. Anyway, got in about 12 o'clock last night. Uh, it's, it's heat. The heat appears to be following me. Uh, the heat broke in, in, in where we were in the town, peaceful little town that I may not mention. The rage will sooner or later be renting to anybody who wants to have a good time in France, the south of France. But I can't say it for now. It's 102 degrees there every day for two weeks straight. After the Mistral, this evil wind that blows three, six, or nine days, blew for three days when I got there, and it was about 60 degrees. Then it went up to fucking 90, and then it got gradually over 101 to 103 for the last five or six days. Rage and I spent there. John Valentine Lee busted to the uh, Marseille. Got held up, got held up, didn't make it to live, uh, Liverpool. Uh, he got held up in Manchester, he says, for three days. So he didn't make it to Liverpool till maybe yesterday or the day before. Uh, and I made it to New York City last night. Anyway, it's been a crazy trip. Uh, I, you know, some of you, a lot of you, uh, we're just going to make you, uh, we're going to subscribe you over to, uh, to uh, the human. Because uh, a lot of this is going to be going behind the paywall. I mean, uh, I, I, well, we, we, we dealt with the real, real Wicker Man people. And we explored their caves unauthorized. And we did, got the prophecy, I believe. I keep thinking about that bow. It had, the ceremony had to have been performed the day before or the bow turned green when they entered the cave. I'm leaning towards the ladder now. More on that uh, when we go over Romaine's posts. He's, I've got the latest installment, too, from Romaine. Now, is this asshole going to start with a blower? I'm, I'm doing a fucking... It's fucking... Hold on. I got 4 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. My, my cousin needs to hire a fucking better uh, a maintenance guy. Uh, that's out of the question. <laughs> and, and these blowers. I, 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 you know... I, 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 35, 40 years I did landscaping, I, I didn't own a blower. It's an inefficient tool for the noise it makes, disturbing the peace in the whole neighborhood, the decibels it puts out. A guy's got to wear ear uh, plugs to avoid getting fucking deafened by it. It's the fucking stupidest invention I ever seen, and they should be outlawed. Use a bamboo rake, motherfucker. What's the matter, Mex That's why all these Mexicans are fat, too. If they'd be using bamboo rakes, they wouldn't grow those guts they all got. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Yeah, uh, I think I think the fucking thing may have turned green when we entered the cave. I, I, you know, let me finish. Romaine's got the last of his uh, interpretations. Uh, I've read vigilantly on the subject. Uh, I've read obviously Adoran on the subject, and I've read Serrano on the subject. And I'll spit something out. It is uh, no, I won't spit. I told you I'd write a post worthy of the goddess, and I will. This may be my last essay. I don't like essays so much anymore. After that, I think I'll do Alistair Crowley. He would love freehanding around those cliffs. I have to, I have to fucking speculate that he did. He was probably looking for that girl long before Ron was uh, uh, even a teenager. Anyway, well, maybe even a gleam in his mama's eyes. But it was Ron that found it. And the, well... 
going to be a surprise ending on the book. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, I have some more words of, like, uh, the French socialist system is, uh, it's, it's, like, really cool. I see my boy today, Tremaine, you know. Uh, Tremaine got big. Oh, my God. This boy was, this black guy was, he was, he was like the baddest black guy in the cribs on Long Island anyway at 175 pounds. He's now about 210 with 21-inch biceps and chest bulging out. And he, he, he works out three times a week, and, and then he goes to boxing three other days a week. So he, he's just like, it's the big, uh, he, I says, holy shit. Then he's got this silver beard. He's 43. This, he's huge, bud. And this, this was one bad motherfucker anyway. I discovered this kid. He was a barback. You know, I used to, took a liking to him, and so did this uh, crazed biker. You know, he's like a fucking renegade pagan. And uh, he, one day, Tremaine was all barback, and, and uh, I forget the guy's name. He had this big tattoo of uh, come and get me, because the pagans had a contract out on him, and he had fucking pagans like, come and try me. It was all over his back and his chest. And anyway, he starts ripping Tremaine's tie off. He was a barback at the Cafe Royal one time. He throws it into the crowd. He's yelling at me. He's not a barback. He's a bouncer. And a few days later, Tremaine proved that. Uh, he was working the gaslight, and I had my little Italian crew there, you know? Uh, these guys, uh, they, they weren't like, not to be confused with the Tommy D Italian crew, which were assholes and took, paid the price for it. These, these Italian kids were all, uh, uh, well, they, they actually fought. They took my back in a fight with uh, this Netta Netta gang. Uh, they were with Sonny Franchi uh, Michael Franchisi, and Michael Franchisi took my back, too. That's why I always say Michael Franchisi's the real thing. He's somebody you want on your side in a fight. Uh, the rest of these fucking mobsters, I don't know about that. I'll, I'll, vouch, for, I'll vouch for Mikey anytime. And this was his crew. But they had this guy, Timmy. Uh, Timmy was a fucking maniac. Well, the two guys that were like in charge of the gang, they, they were maniacs too. I forget their names. They had shot a bouncer up at Chevy's, a big fucking da club, dance club over in Babylon. So they were in jail, so I, their names were always thrown around. But Timmy was like the tough guy, the enforcer. And he, he, he never got out of, he knew when to be, he picked his shots. Because when I was working, he was like a church mouse. But when other guys were working, like Mo or something, he'd start throwing chairs around. Uh, Mo's the guy who left me in the parking lot. I told you that story. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Mo. <laughs> One day, some fucking white kid walks in there and starts pushing him all around. He's like six six, and so uh, I, I was there, and I was like, "Fucking Mo, fucking deck him!" And Mo was scared of him. And like when Mo, Mo went in the back room to stack beers. And they put my beard down on the cigarette machine, and I decked him. Uh, his teeth went flying one way, he went flying, another bounced off the wall. His brother and another guy were there. They were like, please don't kill him. And after that, I was like, well, where were you? He's stacking beers. This 260-pound black guy, he's a... He's a <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm always working that one day, and Timmy got out of hand. You know, a whole fucking bottle of uh, cocaine... Felt like a Valium prescription bottle filled with cocaine. That's what these guys. That's the way these guys roll. So they're doing shots, and he starts throwing chairs at the customers. 
and he was really rude, especially the Hispanic customers. Uh, and he, I think it was, I think it was Hispanic guys he threw on the chairs at. And uh, of course, Mo did nothing about it. And uh, uh, Tremaine was barbacking, and Tremaine said something to Timmy. And Timmy was like, "You want to go with me?" And so him and Tremaine went out in the parking lot. And Tremaine dusted his ass off in front of like fucking 200 people. And this guy said he hadn't been beaten before in a fight. And this fucking ballback, this 170 pound ballback, beat the fuck out of him. So after that, Tremaine became a bouncer. Anyway, you know, Tremaine's a stand up dude. One time there's a party down on Smith Street. Smith Street's like Murder Alley in North Amityville. And somebody got fucking wise with the woman that owns the house that he knew. And uh, Tremaine jumped in, and the guy knew who Tremaine was. The, the, the two King, Tremaine and his brother, the King brothers, they're like the craze were in England, you know. His, his brother, forget forget his brother. They've run the whole news. Actually, they closed half the schools in, in, West, in, on, uh, in Suffolk County one time because of a, a shooting he was involved with, his brother. He's running around scot-free now, too, with that amnesty deal. They let him loose. The cops, like, they, they're like they, they don't even know what they're doing anymore. Somebody's got his back way up there. Anyway, yeah. So Tremaine dusted this guy off and became a bouncer. And then uh, his party, he was always, uh, he was like my closest friend, my sidekick, you know. Me and him would do work together, landscaping jobs. He was my foreman. Anyway, uh, he, this kid fucking knew he was and stuck him right in the fucking heart. And, uh, yeah, he said he didn't feel it at first. And he got taken to the hospital. He was there in the hospital for like five days. And uh, he wouldn't get the cops in his room for five days straight trying to get the kid's name. He wouldn't give it to them. And when he got out, this kid uh, kind of like disappeared. You know? <laughs> anyway, I think, he, I think he went to the city. Yeah, he went to the city, that's it. Anyway, yeah. Well, these guys are like the Black Cray Brothers in North Amityville. Which is like the toughest part of Long Island, but, well, you know, toughest neighborhood in Long Island. Similar to, it was all interchangeable with Jamaica, Queens. Anyway, I seen him. He's fucking huge now. We were talking, you know, about a lot of things. And I recommend you go to France, man, because, uh, you know, the French girls, they, they, they try to play, play as these African, African guys, all pumped up on weights now. They've bought themselves the nicest clothes and cell phones and, like they, they fantasize that these are American black gangsters, you know. I told, I told Jermaine, I'm gonna get him a shirt, bring him there, authentic American black gangster. Yeah, those girls are swooning over him, boy. And he, so, the socialist system in France is nice, you know. The French truly are colorblind. I, I get it too. I get it. I get it. They realize people have realized that they've been raping Africa for 200 years, and uh. You know, they're giving priority to black immigration from, from French-speaking uh, African colonies. Uh, it's more power to them. They have a conscience, unlike most European countries. So, I recommend, if you're a young black man, go to the South. Don't go to fucking Paris. It's a fucking... <laughs> Paris, Paris will give New York City a run for. Uh, no, I think Paris got New York City beat. You have to see Charles de Gaulle Airport. I've never. It's like something out of uh, Escape from New York. That's what it, people walking up and down the hallways, howling, 
cursing, having conversations with themselves, cursing at imaginary friends, uh, newly arrived Africans sleeping on, on the floors and on the blankets, five to a family. Uh, it's, I would say, it's at least 70% black. Uh, well, the black people are pretty well behaved. Uh, it's the white French that stayed behind that are the crazies, you know? Dancing, dodging. one guy's pretending he's blind, sticking his hand out to everybody. At the, they live there, and the cops, they won't do anything because the cops are... The cops have been trained in France to mind their manners. They walk around in four, five, six, six to teams and six-man teams, but uh, they don't do anything to anybody. And uh, you know the French, uh, they don't take kindly to get. Uh, there were signs all over the, the, the place where we stayed, and uh, about uh, a French, uh, well, a French cop shot a big black guy in the back. They had all kinds of riots about it. Uh, this, this is not self-defense. So, yeah, if you're black and you're young, you see a lot of mixed marriages over in the south of France, too. Uh, uh, you want to go someplace where the people are friendly, like Tremaine's like, oh, I went to Jamaica. Yeah, J Jamaica's famous for pushing up on tourists. It's all over the internet. You know, uh, it's, it's a mean place. You want to go someplace where the pla uh, people are friendly and they're not really, you know, they really truly are colorblind, you, you, you can go to visit south of France. You can go to Paris if you want to see the crazies, you know. But that's, uh, you might as well go to Nairobi. No, you, you would miss the French crazies if you went to Nairobi. Yeah, it's like somebody opened up the nut house, man. There's some nice girls, and you know, you see them, they're Parisians. But forget it, they're fucking, the, 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 the girls from the south of France blow them away. Blow them away. So forget about all that Paris shit. Yeah, so Tremaine and I were talking about old people that died in the song. You know, my friend Larry, he died uh, He died about a month or two ago. And uh, Rodney, he died, he died like uh, maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, these two black guys always had my back. Yeah, more than I can say for most white guys, except for the Murphys and Phil and John. After those guys, white guys is pretty useless. Ah. Except for Mikey Francesi's boys. But I'm gonna be doing more stuff on the occult. Uh, do more stuff on gangsters too. What I'm gonna try to do is stay away from politics. The circus going on. I've walked right into the maelstrom of it. My cousin, he's a big Trumpist, Trumped hard. The Trumpster, he listens to this stuff all day and all night. I woke up last night, he was listening to, who oh, is it, that fucking, uh, I don't know, I, I don't really care either, some one of the shows. And uh, some girl was saying about, uh, you know, all the, uh, all the stuff you're seeing on MSN and, uh, you know, on the computer, that's all written by, I hope you know, it's all written by bots. That's why it's so badly written. Uh, I don't think it's the persecution. A lot of the comments, like uh, uh, that, applaud Biden, uh, and you know, applaud his the way he likes to rape children in front of the camera. And shit. That's that's bots. Uh, applaud is his strategy of raising the gas price, doubling the prices of gas, 78 percent uh, inflation on groceries. And, you know, those are bots. Those are bots that approve of a man wandering around. 
wandering around the podium like a little old lost. Well, my mother's senile and doesn't know where she is, and I know the look. But I, that's an actor anyway, and you are being fucking mocked because this is a simulated reality. The Germans won the war for you Russians. <laughs> President Doskin's dead now, huh? Yeah, the only guy, the only guy could have made a difference, maybe, he, for you to continue his march on Moscow, if he did busted in, if he did killed every fucking billionaire in Moscow and fucking de uh, decapitated Putin, fucking drawn and quartered him. Maybe he'd be looking at a different Russia right now, one that was ready, one that was ready to fight the New World Order instead of cooperating with it and making money. No, he's dead. And Wagner has supposedly been neutralized. We will see about that. Maybe the Russians just bit off more than they can fucking chew. I hope so. I hope so. Putin, like I said, has got to go. He's got to go. Not as much as Biden's got to go. But we can't get rid of Biden. We have to get rid of the crime family to put him in office, the guy in the mask. So, yeah, I'm not going to participate in nonsense... Like, look at Trump's mugshot. I give him a mugshot, hey, fucking guy. I get, he spend the night with me in Riverhead Lockup, see what he looks like in the morning. Anyway, yeah, Trump is soon to be taking votes away from Kennedy. I see it now coming. Uh, the Democrats probably won't even run Kennedy. They will rely on fixing another election, which probably won't work. Even with 70% of Americans vaxxed up, I believe they're going to get a fucking, uh, they're going to get killed, a lot of them. So it will be a real insurrection the next time. And those soldiers that turn their back to Biden during his inauguration, they will turn their guns like in the Russian Revolution on the powers that be. And we will wake up in the morning and we'll be playing the who. You know, meet the new boss. Same as the old boss, they decide, and the shotgun sings the song. Yeah. Uh, the only way that's going to change is if the 30% that aren't vaxxed, the 30% that are still sentient, the 30% that still can critically think. And then you have, I don't know, 70%, some are mixed. The vaccine didn't affect them that much. Some do whatever the fucking frequencies from the cell phone towers tell them to. They're full of fucking injectable neural networks. They will never come home. They're fucking zombies. In Hollywood, the zombie has been dispatched by a bullet through the brain. I think when the human race learns that, maybe they'll learn the secret to putting JFK in office. Keeping them there. Maybe they'll learn the secret to getting rid of a guy like Putin uh, and guys like Biden and Trudeau and that disease, Macron, married to his uncle. He's, he's a fucking disease. He's, he's censoring uh, Sage Equay's stuff about uh, the Hawaii. You know, uh, all the stuff about Hawaii is all censored in France. So, uh, HP feels nobody even got killed. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, so nobody got killed that was in the 
newspapers or in the hospital. I went to the hospitals where you find no deaths. That's, that was done in San Diego. Certainly was done in France where my friend fucking perpetrated it. It's the Eagles of Death. Uh, so maybe it's, maybe it's correct. Uh, but anyway, Macron is censoring any dissent, American dissent, in France. Don't ask me why. Because that's what Macron does. And he can't, he can't really censor the French people because they'll fucking blacken both his eyes like they've done repeatedly when he oversteps his bounds. Uh, so he'll pick on the Americans to censor. So I'm back here. A claim, my cousin, and the rest of the Trump dodge, Trumpsters, whatever you want to call them, they will not comply. He claims they will not comply either. But I pointed out to him that they're all vaxxed up because Trump is the founder of the vaccine, founding father, and he, he understands that part. He says it was a mistake. Yeah, it was a big mistake, Andrew. It was a big mistake. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Phil doesn't feel that the gun confiscation, red flag laws in Tennessee will amount to much. Uh, me and him will be doing it on the porch. I know you guys miss him. My fucking downloads are down. You know, uh, he's almost responsible for 50% of those on the porch downloads. I'm responsible for 50, and he's responsible. So I'm halved with the uh, with my podcast. But we will be back. I say, call him Black Velvet with the smooth Southern style. We'll be back this week, probably Wednesday, and uh, he'll go over all the stuff. He's been following it closely. Uh, this political stuff. I know a lot of you are political animals and want to hear about it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. This, this, uh, this, 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 you know, the Wagner Group. I hope this is a provocation that they can't turn down. Yeah, you know, this, this pro-decision. He, he got what he deserved. He could have marched on Moscow. He could have took fucking Moscow. But what he did, he knew this was a fake war. Uh, oh, I'm not saying it's fake. Real, real people are dying in it. But. Uh, both sides are collaborating to prolong it, uh, and the uh, arms manufacturers are making a fortune off of it, and uh, he wanted in on that. So he, they said they'd cut him in, and they either killed him, or I'm leaning towards a, they just, he, he's just disappearing, you know. Uh, he could be at a party in Moscow tonight, and nobody's going to publish that. You know, not not in the West or, or the that's that's the kind of control they have over the media. So he he's dead. Problem solved. Uh, yeah. That just goes to show you, but and I say this applies more to America than Russia. We've got combat veterans all over the place. Well, organized thirty thousand of them, march on Washington, kill every white person in Washington D.C. because if they're white. They're part of the political system. And kill any black you find in a suit. Uh, spare the indigenous populace of black people, of course. But kill everybody else in that city. Like was done in Munich with Eisner by the uh, combat veterans. Uh, organized by Sibatendorf uh, when they fucking took Munich and uh, uh, declared it the Soviet Republic of Munich. Uh, that is what must be done in D.C. Never mind an insurrection. Uh, they must be exterminated with all possible prejudice. Uh, Andrew claims this is a Q-Todd thing, probably, that the NSA will cooperate. I hope so, because I, I have a friend, a dear friend in the NSA, 
And I'd like to think that they are the good guys. I hope so. But it's probably just a cute hard thing. It will fall on you to defend yourselves. Uh, 30,000 men should do it. A properly armed like the Wagner Group was with the right weapons. Their aircrafts can be shot down from handheld missiles. That's Wagner did with the aircrafts uh, the uh, Russians sent against them. Uh, the tanks protected. The formations protected by all kinds of weapons, handheld weapons. And one armored column could apparently take any city out if they are properly motivated, properly trained, and properly seasoned in combat. We have those men in America. Where are you? You're all in Iraq. Uh, I think Phil should start organizing you all, but I'll get them arrested. It could get me arrested for saying this. Uh, and this is, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I watch Bidden chewing on babies and, and, and molesting children on TV. I watch the gas prices increase double since this administration took over. I've watched groceries go 78%. I've watched the most viable candidate that's run since the 60s, John, uh, JFK Jr., get fucking censored. It's time to, it's, it's, it says in your Second Amendment that you must overthrow tyrants, and that's why you have weapons. And I fuck you. You don't use them this time. They try to fucking pull this shit again. Come September, they got two vaccines waiting. You use the weapons. Well, they, I hope, I, I'll see to it that they take them from you. They're not, they're not fucking living room ornaments. And we, I, will concentrate on the occult. Because, as I said, you cannot see that somebody's mocking you. I don't know what to do with you. You, you in Russia, and you in America are being mocked for the war you waged on your brothers, the National Socialist Brothers, the SS. That's, that's what's happening to you. Uh, and if you can't see that, it's, you're just all vaxxed up with no place to go. Uh, and that's why I went to the Sabbath day. That's why we went to find the altar that Otto Ron took the photograph in front of. That's why I made a pilgrimage, and that's why the bow is green now. But it will be up to you to act. Do it! Just fucking do it. Even Nike knows that. Anyway, I had a long, hard journey to get here. The rage was leaving, uh, so he's going to drop me in Grenoble, which is a huge city. French have in the middle of the Alps. God only knows why. Why would you build a city in the middle of these fucking mountains like sheer cliffs? You ain't seen nothing till you've seen the Alps, boy. Uh, and uh, it's nestled in between. I took some pictures. I'll, I'll post those days, I guess. And uh, I had to catch the train to Lyon. And from Lyon, catch the train to Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, where I would hang out for 20, 20, 20 hours wait for my uh, plane. Unfortunately, the train was delayed two hours. Uh, the train in front of it got stuck. And uh, they should really refund those people their money. A lot of them missed their fucking planes. Uh, and uh, I was there hanging around in Charles de Gaulle Airport for, I guess, almost a full day. Some of the food was good. I actually learned how to, you know, Get good stuff instead of this shit stuff.
And I found this area over uh, by, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's number two. Uh, it's, it's, you know, they're numbered just like they are JFK or any other airport, uh, Terminal 2. And uh, it says that, that, that on the internet that they fly at North, North Atlantic flies out of Terminal 2. But when you get to the airport, it says they fly out of Terminal 3. Well, at least they were having one flight that day, and they were going to fly, uh, it was the uh, 20, uh, was it 20 hundred hours, uh, and it was flying from uh, uh, Terminal 3 to uh, JFK. So I get to, and you know, it's the place to be in that airport, I guess. And I'm hanging out there for like 12 hours, you know, uh, getting food, sleeping. So sleeping, sitting down is not like sleeping, laying down, so. It's catching my Z's, sitting up. You know, the African family just sleep right on the floors. Then you got all the, the French woman was walking around, she was little barefoot, and there's fucking scabs all over her legs. She, was, she had scabies. She's trying to talk to people. The guy next to me, I was like, she talks to me, I'm gonna fucking kick her. You know, uh, all the guy dancing down the aisle, uh, pointing at things like he's doing a fucking vaudeville fucking dance. Uh, it's gonna look like screaming at himself in French, like he's gonna kill somebody. You know, like the police leave him alone, and they live there. So, it's around two o'clock, and uh, I don't see my friends because they're bored. So, the flight comes up on the board, you know, like six hours before it flies and stuff. And, and it's like, you know, 20 hundred hours, 20 past that, and I don't see my flight on the board for Terminal 3. Like, oh no, here we go. And I go and I ask, uh, I ask the, uh, well, the semi-savage, uh, I don't think he spoke any French either. He scowled at me in English and shouted at me in English. That he looked on his phone and he said that I was supposed to be at Terminal 4. So I, I, I walked, I walked there to Terminal 4 to follow the signs. It's like fucking a mile away. All sweaty by the time I got there. It's still about 85 degrees in Paris, and, uh, and luckily I found she was the girl. She was another savage, but she, she, she spoke good French and English, and she said, uh, no, he's wrong, and she brought a picture up on the fucking computer, and it showed that I was being picked up at Terminal 3. My flight was being Terminal 3, and she told me to take a screenshot my iPhone, which I did, and show it to him. So I'm like, it's like a mile away, man. I gotta walk back there. And she's like, well, well take, take the shuttle. So I get on the shuttle, and the shuttle takes me like three or four miles away. And by now I gotta figure it out that this, this is what the Terminal 3 I was at was a, a subsidiary of Terminal 2, because there's like Terminal B, C, E, all 2, B, 2, E, and this, this is the three, Terminal 2-3, it's subsidiary. It must have been there, and then they built this whole giant building on the outskirts of the airport that was now Terminal 3, some Axbury, Axbury building, and uh, that, that was where the flight was. So, yeah, I solved any problems I ran into. It wasn't hard. You just look at the boards. The French people are very helpful. When the train stalled for two hours, uh, there's one French guy, he had a, a 
Pakistani wife and family, and they all spoke English, so he spoke perfect English to them. But he understood what the conductor kept saying. This is profuse apologies. All they gave us was water, but when we sat there for two hours, he felt bad for his family that they missed their flight. But anyway, that was my adventure in, in France, and that's how it turned out. Got to the airport, got JFK. 15 minutes early, so my cousin wasn't there. I had to wait for him through this, the traffic because these fucking planes, these 787s, they're flying. Uh, carry about three, 400 people. It was cars jammed, two cops trying to separate the mess. And, uh, yeah, I, I got home about, about midnight, maybe a little before. Drunk some beers, passed out. I was, uh, I was up by five. I always am. In France, I was waking up before daybreak most of the time. Never late in the daybreak. So, yeah, uh, like I said, uh, the stuff on, on the occult, on the cathars, it's going to be behind a paywall. I, I did not risk my life climbing those mountains. and did not do what I had to do by going there, you know, for nothing. Nobody's, nobody's giving me a dime yet. I, I, I was $2,000 out of my fucking pocket, you know. It wasn't like I didn't get anything. Got the pictures. You see what we got. Our age is editing the film now. Hopefully, hopefully I can sell fucking the documentary to, to Sean, Sean Stone. So, yeah, maybe I'll make something more for that to recoup my losses. But in any case, I'm going to leave you with that. And uh, like I said, we'll be doing uh, uh, Black Velvet. We'll be back during the week and we'll go over current events. And uh, yeah, that's about it for now.